0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. A new report from the Drinks Industry Group of Ireland has found that over the last 16 years, one in five Irish pubs have closed. And also over the last two years alone, Almost one in five closures, 349 pubs have also shut down. The worst of this is in rural Ireland. So why is it happening and can anything be, anything be done? Paul Clancy is chief executive of the Vintners Federation of Ireland, who was also a contributor to that report. And Joanne O'Reardon, Joanne and her husband, ran the Tatch Bar and Restaurant in lisselton in County Kerry, which closed a couple of months ago. We'll get to Joanne in just a moment. Paul Clancy, you're very welcome to the last word. 16 years, 1,800 pubs closing down. Is this not, not just the inevitable tide that people are not drinking out anymore and also there's not as many people in rural Ireland?
1: Yeah, look, it's been, uh, you know, you're talking since 2005, so there have been many things that have affected, you know, trade, if you like, you know, the smoking ban, tighter drinking laws, public transport, and, as you said, the change in, in uh, distribution of population. But I do feel, though, that... You know, since COVID in particular, with hybrid working, there has been a kind of a refocus on, on the pub, and the pub is a community hub. So although it's been very, very challenging over the last two years, I think if you look at the adjo- and Heineken sales and the reports that have come in, you know, a lot of people have really missed that opportunity to go to the pub and socialise. So yes, there are lots of challenges there, but maybe some opportunities as well.
0: It's not the case now that habits have changed. You see very few pubs, even in Dublin, even in parts near the city centre, very few pubs are actually open early in the week.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of reasons for that too. There's labor shortages. Um that's that's one of the issues as well. Of course, a lot of people are still working from home. They're not in their offices as well. So these kind of extenuating circumstances are not helping the situation in terms of getting footfall. So you're already through that is that is a challenge. But you know, many different reasons for this for for that.
0: I want to bring in Joanne O'Riordan. Joanne, you and your husband ran the Thatch Bar and restaurant in Lysselton in County Kerry. You took it over, and it's a very well-known pub, you took it over in 2017, but you closed this year. Was it COVID, or were there just other factors in, in that?
2: Hi, Ian. Uh, thanks for having me on today. Um, yeah, there was a number of factors, to be honest. Um uh, one really was the, the staff shortages. Um, uh, we are a pub and restaurant, so mainly we were probably 80-90% of our business was food and trying to locate chefs was one of the biggest issues that we found. Um, I suppose because we're in a rural setting, you know, we're halfway between the Stoll and Ballybunion in North Kerry. And we, uh, you know, having the, being being in the countryside during the week, there is very little trade. So it was, we were effectively maybe a, a three, three day week business. So trying to get staff to work kind of three to four days rather than being able to offer them a full 40 hours a week is very challenging for, for small rural businesses, you know?
0: Yeah. And also one of the factors was you said, you're only open for a couple of days, but you're paying costs for seven days a week. Correct.
2: That's right. I mean, you know, you're there you you're looking at that rent rates and um, all um insurance, all these are seven day a week bills. And I mean if you're only open for two or three days a week or if you're you know, you might be open three or four days, but it might only be two days that you've actually got a good trade to cover these bills, you know, it's 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 very difficult then to to actually cover the bills, you know.
0: How hard was the decision for you for you and John to close?
2: Or it was an awful decision. I mean, I'm from the Zealand myself, and John is 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 Kerry-based as well, truly. And I mean, when it came up initially, and we decided to take it on, you, you know, the whole all around us, they were so delighted that we were, you know, taking it on and opening it up and getting it back on its feet again. And um, I mean, we put five hard years, and you know, we worked really, really hard to bring it to what we what what you know, sort of what we achieved. And then having uh, made the decision to close was just, it, it was a very, very tough time, you know. Um, I just, even the, two, the last two weeks from when we decided, when we made our decision really and um, informed, you know, our, our staff and our and the public that we're closing, the last two weeks of it, it was just, it was the, probably the toughest time we've ever put down, you know.
0: Would you look to opening another premises or do you see a future in it?
2: Um, it's... No, so, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, hospita- I love hospitality. It's it's just, you know, it's you either love it or you don't. Um, you have to give it 100% if you're going to do it. And at the moment, it's just a very difficult business to be in. I think a lot of people, you know, really looked at their livelihood when we had to close over COVID and kind of said, Jimmy, you know, I'm working seven days a week here morning noon and night, and you know it it's it, you lose out in a lot of things because you you know it's it's twenty four hours a day you don't get a break from you know a seven day week business so when when people had to close, they really took stock and kind of thinking well you know i might there, there might be other things mm-hmm. and I, and I do feel like that's that's a big issue even with the staffing issue in the hospitality at the moment when we when businesses closed. They went, to other, they went to other areas and people took up other jobs and they haven't come back to us. You know, they haven't come back yeah. to hospitality. So, yeah, it's, um, it's definitely a big issue, you know.
0: Paul Clancy, Vintners Federation of Ireland Chief Executive. I want to bring you back in on this one. There's an awful lot of people that say, well, look, one of the reasons pubs are closing down is society's habits are changing. That's no bad thing. But also the industry itself and in particular since the reopening hasn't done itself any favours with the type of price rises that have been put through on food and drink. And that's after getting government subsidies over the last two years.
1: Yeah, well, look, I can speak on the average price of the pint. Uh, We did some analysis there. It's about 5.32. So, you know, there are certain instances and they've gained quite a lot of media. But overall, the average price um, in rural Ireland is is in around that price and even lower in some cases. So I do believe that I understand there's a public perception that this has been happening, but it's not actually the case on the ground, you know. And I think really what we'd like to focus on is, and, you know, based on... Um, based on what you've just discussed there in relation to the challenges that there are for business we'd like government, you know, to help to have a sustainable future for the Irish pub and part of that is, you know, the tax re- tax regimes that they have and we'd like them to look at reducing the excise... Part of the tax regime is for
0: health, for health reasons.
1: Yeah, no, but uh, for the excise duty to reduce that by 7.5% if they can and then Budget 2023 to try and help cash flows so that the publicans... Can uh, generate jobs and create employment and be there to support, which is a very viable and a very big tourism industry that's worth nine and a half billion every year. And the Irish pub is a very important part of that experience that the tourist and the staycationer has. And we, we don't want to lose that. Um, if we if we want to stop the decline, we have to make make sure that pubs are sustainable into the future.
0: Is it not more likely the case that there are more closures on the way? people's habits are changing, lifestyle is changing, health-conscious people are saying we're not drinking as much either at home or out, and that does mean, unfortunately, more of your members are going to have to close their doors.
1: Well, look, some are, but, you know, an awful lot of publicans are changing the way they're doing it. They've upgraded their indoor and out for, outdoor facilities, they're providing food, they're working much harder now in terms of with their local communities and providing events and festivals to attract customers. So I think they're being far more flexible in what the offer they have, and I think they are attracting people back and certainly, you know, anecdotally and, you know, talking to members as well, they're actually having a very good summer at the moment because I think there was a huge pent-up demand. I think there is a desire that, the, that the you know, the pub is part of the community hub. And I think people miss that. And I think, you know, the the, the, the feedback we're getting is that, uh, from, from publicans and from the public, is that they're just delighted to, to go back and meet. And, and uh, that's showing in the sales of Diageo and Heineken as well.
0: Paul, one of the other issues that is also going to ha- happen here is that the cost of premises over the years, has been a big turnover in pubs around Ireland, that people have paid an awful lot of money, some people have paid money. Is it the fact that people have to pay expensive debt on pubs rather than the, the footfall through them?
1: Well, looked there's footfall as well. But there is, I mean, during COVID in particular, I mean, there were very good supports and we were very thankful of those by government and by suppliers as well. But you know, it's it's challenging for for businesses when football does drop to, to maintain their turnover, and there will be some businesses that will not survive. But people but, might have
0: overstretched themselves, and that's why they're getting into trouble.
1: Well, look, people look. Most of our publicans are actually sole traders who own their businesses, and they've had them for generations, and they want to continue with them. And you know, they really do. They're passionate. They have a pride in their sense of place, and they really do want to continue uh, to provide that service to to not only their own communities but beyond that. So, you know, they're looking, they're taking a good hard look at their business at the minute. and we're A lot of retailers at, and from, coffee
0: shops have closed their doors over the last number of years as well, and they're not getting any help or seeking any cut in taxes.
1: Well, look, I can only speak on behalf of our members now, and look, you know, they are going through terrible times. I mean, if you if you remember back then, you know, we were the first to close and the last to open, and they've really suffered through it. Um, they've come through all that. They have changed their business models to try and survive. They are trying to absorb all the energy costs. They do want to stay in business. Um, and uh, look, any help that the government can give is, is well accepted and well would be well welcomed. And I think this is something that government can do. Uh, it's something that's in their power. I know energy costs, which has gone astronomically high, th- those type of things are very difficult for government to to uh, to fix with a flick of a pen. But this one, they can actually make a meaningful difference in a very, very quick and efficient way to support members, to support tourism, to okay. support publicans and the 41,000 Jobs that are in the sector okay. and that contributes to the two hundred and seventy thousand in the in the tourism sector.
0: Paul Clancy, Vitness Federation of Ireland, thank you very much for joining us, and Joanne Ridden O'Connor, who had to close the bar Lisselton in Lisselton the attached bar and restaurant a couple of months ago. Thank you very much for The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty